Hi, it's Madeline with Embrace the Madness. Thanks for coming to hang out with me this week. Hopefully, everybody's been taking care of themselves during this quarantine. And if you don't know how and you want to, then I think you are in a really nice place to do so. I've been talking about self-care the past, I guess, like, I started in November. Crazy. November, December, January, February, March, April. Like, almost half a year. Holy crap. Um, yeah, I just have kind of spent this whole last half of the year talking about self-care and kind of my journey with it, and it's completely changed my life. And so, in my opinion, I feel like a lot of this, like, isolation time we have is a perfect time to evaluate our relationship with ourselves, how are we treating ourselves when we're just like existing and stuff like that. So I think it's like a huge invitation to kind of dive into that. So I'm like, hell yeah, well, I've been like working on it. So I think this is a good time to, you know, keep it going. So last week I went on Facebook Live to talk about my mindset state It was like, I guess, like kind of the first week of just like, uh, what the heck is going on? Okay, this is real life. So I kind of have to like swallow that pill and just like keep moving forward because I realize like I can sit around and be paralyzed by this uncertainty or I can just like acknowledge the uncertainty and then move forward from there. So Yeah, thanks for everybody that tuned in and chatted with me and kept me company for an hour. It was really cool. I realized I just need like a better streaming setup. My camera on my computer is obviously like, I think it said 0.9 megapixels. So it's just silly. So maybe I can do it with my phone next time and it will be better quality. But yeah, would totally do it again. I was thinking about doing it this week again, but... I think it would probably be a better situation to like advertise and let people know in advance that I'm going to do it instead of just like, hey, I'm going to go live right now. So something that is really interesting and I was thinking about it last night is I remember being like, I don't really know which direction I want my podcast to go. And I know I had mentioned it on here and I was talking to my friends and stuff and then I kind of realized like what a perfect time to kind of just like follow the podcast and see where that goes. And so, I mean, I definitely think I have influence from a couple other podcasts, but it's just been an interesting, like, I feel like this is like a huge shift. So we can't just like, (laughs) to me, it just seems silly to keep going on like without acknowledging this kind of pause. And so, yeah, I've just, I haven't really thought too hard about planning the podcast because I feel like (laughs) there's not really much you can like plan except to do nothing right now. But so, yeah, I'm just kind of seeing where it takes me. And I was thinking today just about the huge impact. I just did kind of like a rearrange in my apartment and it's just been the hugest difference in my 
obviously little life in my quarantined apartment, but it's just, it's crazy how much your physical world is like related to your mental world. So I really wanted to kind of dive into that this week because I feel like everybody is like kind of like snowballed with this free time and it's kind of overwhelming at first you're like holy you realize like how much time you spend around work getting ready for work and I know I usually am so tired when I get off work that I don't want to do anything and so this whole time for me at least has been kind of eye-opening and just like okay well if you really do want all this free time, here you go. You wanted it, you can have it. And it's totally been a lesson in like, okay, well, I have complete control over all of this time. So what am I going to do with it? What am I going to do to make sure I can like be happy and somewhat productive and it's really good. So I'm trying to shift my mindset of fear of the future to kind of an acceptance state and what can I do in the meantime that I always said I was too busy for. And I think that has to be like this huge sentiment that the rest of the world shares because I don't want to get like too political, but I just feel like we as a society have been taught like this is just what you do you go to school you grow up you get a job you pay off your school you get married you have a family and you retire and then you die but there's just something weird about that to me and like I mean I get it like I get like that's how civilization like deemed their time or like how to do how to use their time that they had like looking for meaning and stuff like that but it's just there's something about our western culture that is just weird to me and so i think this is like a cool kind of like time where it's in limbo and instead of working 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 for somebody else's dream we just are just chilling and it's just really crazy to think about um but I definitely think that I cannot be the only one who's kind of like overwhelmed with all this time and maybe you're not even like aware that you're overwhelmed because I don't think I was at first but I think this is a perfect time for us to kind of look around and look at all these things that we have otherwise kind of just like swept under the rug physically or metaphorically and yeah so I will share what I kind of went through uh I think I talked about it too last week on the live but I just really realized how important my space was at least for my mental health. And since, you know, I moved recently, I just 
since it was kind of a downsize, I didn't really have any space for all of my stuff. And since I work like five days, four days a week, I hadn't really properly allocated the time that I needed to spend on kind of going through things, purging, stuff like that. And so now I have all the time in the world and it's kind of just something that I've just been let piling up, letting pile up over the last four months. And so it just kind of registered to me like, hey, you've been like low-key having anxiety about all these boxes in the corner. Well, come on, let's do something because ordinarily be working or exhausted from work. And so that's what I did. I just like found the wherewithal one day last week to like come home. I moved um, my DJ table and stuff in my room and I went through my closet and I put my yoga mat in my room because it's weird to like lay it on carpet. But it's just been a humongous energy shift. And I used to have this desk and like it would kind of just turn into this table where I just put everything and I would just have so much stuff. I'd have like piles of different stuff. And when I wanted to like tidy my room, I would just like straighten up those piles. But it was just like, I'm not even using any of this stuff. And it's kind of just here. And since I've just been going and going and going, I haven't either deemed it as a priority or had time. I I don't know which one, but it was probably the first thing that I said because your girl loves excuses. And so, yeah, I just really feel like that has helped my mood stay like sane throughout this isolation. And I remember the, does anyone remember the KonMari method? Uh, The life-changing magic of tidying up? Let's see. I can't remember what the title was. I always get it wrong. Okay. I always put art somewhere in there. The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, Marie Kondo. Yeah. So if you haven't read that book, it's super cool. It's like this cute little cloud cover, um, like little square book, but it changed my life. I first read it, I think when I was like graduating college, like I guess five years ago. And that had helped me initially purge because I don't know if you know me that well, but I used to spend so much time with my grandparents. And so I didn't really realize until I got older and also when we were going through all their stuff after they passed away, but my grandma was a hoarder. And having spent so much time with them, I took on those tendencies too. And so I realized sooner maybe later rather than sooner, but that I just stockpile so much stuff. Like, it's just this weird, like, I've got, it's like not just knickknacks, but just like, just lots of everything. And so just kind of realizing the whole psychological side of that and understanding that 
anything in this material world is kind of like an attachment that we have and may or may not over identify with and find security in having a lot of stuff. Because I mean, I guess like the more stuff you have, the more, I guess society's led us to believe we're successful or wealthy or something like that. Well, I just realized I had way too much shit and I didn't care about anything else. I didn't, I don't know. I just, it just something clicked and I was like, dude, I don't need four pairs of black jeans or no, I don't need all of this makeup or toiletry stuff from two years ago that I haven't even looked at. And so that's what I loved about uh, Marie Kondo's book is she explained kind of the Eastern philosophy of just the things that you have are things that are worth value in their own individual right and bring joy to your life. And I think a lot of that has to do with having a function in your life um, as well. But really just kind of evaluating that relationship that we have with stuff. And I just realized I was over-attached to stuff. I did feel like material things provided like an emotional support somehow. Or it's hard to explain my problem is like with clothes and stuff and like when my grandma died we were going through her closet and she still had a whole rack of clothes with price tags on them and like that's so me too like I have to be careful because I just start accumulating stuff and I don't do much to regulate that as like I'm, you know, existing. And so I'll end up and I'll just have like millions and millions and millions of clothes. And since I've been reading that book, I know sometimes I just have to like go through this haul. And I won't get too much into detail about the book, but I highly recommend it. She breaks down kind of that philosophy that I was just talking about and then explains to start with things that have the least kind of emotional, sentimental kind of nature. So like clothes are easy, she says. And so you kind of get every piece of clothing that you own, break it down by article, and then, and it takes some time. And that's why she suggests starting clothes because they're like the easiest, but really just kind of feeling energetically and spiritually how this item is providing for you. And it sounds a little woo-woo, but even just like logistically thinking, okay, well, this shirt, I kind of feel comfortable in it. I think maybe one day I'll lose weight and I'll be able to look good in it. Or I can sew this one day, blah, blah. Well, that's kind of like, Making a lot of excuses, you're not really being honest with yourself or the clothes and kind of just having to assess, okay, does this provide me a function? No. Does it make me feel good? Not really. And okay, well then what am I doing with it? And so just kind of taking that approach with my stuff and my clothes too, and clothes are still kind of hard for me, so 
I need to like get better at that. But I just went through a couple bags. My closet's like half full. I need to go through my coats, but it gets easier. But then once you do, you kind of get that and get used to that feeling of, okay, I can let go of this and just basically instantly know. And you can work your way up to kind of like a more intense attachment of like photographs. And for me, I never got rid of my like notes from college. And so doing her method really helped me kind of let go. Because I mean, if you think about it, virtually anything we learn about in school is going to be on the internet. And so it's just a matter of like finding it or... And it's especially math. I didn't need any of those notes. Well, maybe, but it helped me get rid of a lot of notes that I had just been kind of hoarding. And so, yeah, every now and then I have to make sure I kind of go through stuff. And what was really bad in my family was just kind of buying more boxes for more stuff, which just leads like you can be organized all day, but if you have like all of this stuff, then that's just like, ooh, a lot, a lot, a lot. So yeah, I can report at least, at least like a week later, um, that I'm feeling really good. I was kind of like in a weird situation with the music, but now I think being able to just be silly and dance in my room is good. It's nice. I need to go through I just have so many toiletries and I don't know if that's like a girl thing or a me thing. Um, And I think I'm just kind of in the situation of reassessing where everything's going to live. And so most everything has a home. I just still need a place for like my makeup and yeah, but it's getting better and my, I feel like my spirits higher and I feel like it just it just makes more sense like I can use the front door of my apartment again that's crazy (laughs) and so I'm trying to be really grateful right now during this quarantine and just I really feel like I had been asking for time to at least unconsciously like go through my stuff or at least I was making a lot of excuses that I didn't have time and Honey, we got time now. (laughs) So I wanted to share my story so that maybe you would kind of understand, um, I guess, what I mean when creating your space is also like cleansing your soul and cleansing your spirit and just like creating something that you love, really creating and kind of cultivating and curating this space where you just feel really good. You feel like yourself. You feel just in a good mental space. I'm just looking at my wall right now. I've got this really pretty tapestry of like a wooded mountain and before it was like the flowers were covered up by my desk and stuff and now it's just like so nice just being able to appreciate the beauty and feel it just feels so light and nice in my room and thinking about it my room has never really been like a safe haven or just a place that I wanted to be in my life and I think 
I really want to kind of honor that for myself now and just, I mean, especially with this quarantine, if we're going to be here for two months, like, why not enjoy the place that you live? Because you're kind of just like living with a lot of resistance, if not. And I think that's how I had been living for a bit. So I think, yeah, now's a perfect time. And I think going through all my stuff and focusing on me helped me kind of take a lot of anxiety out of because, you know, we're just on the internet all the time and everything we see is about the C word. And it just really helped me kind of detach from that yucky reality, but either way, I think it's really good. And so, yeah, I know that there's a lot of still uncertainty with our future and we keep getting these dates extended, but I think it's, I think if we can turn inward and like give ourselves space and see what's going on with our life and kind of like my friend Dwayne was mentioning just that internal reflection and I think this has been a huge part of the reflection for me and just assessing all my things and what I still had and because just yeah too much stuff and I think that our culture especially is just like since it's based on consumerism, we just think that we need all this stuff. And we think, we think, and because they're really good at advertising, like, think that we can't live without these things, or you'd be a lot cooler if you had this, or stuff like that. So I urge you to kind of think about your relationship with your material things and think about your attachment to things that aren't yourself. And think about how you feel when you are in your space and see if you feel good or see if you feel weird or see if you feel tired or see if you feel inspired. I just like realized I was going to rhyme and I felt like Dr. Seuss for five seconds. Uh, But yeah, and really just mainly I think the whole kind of themes that I gathered from my experience was remembering that physical clutter and mental clutter are kind of one and the same if you want to go that far but just really looking at your physical environment as a kind of like a reflection of your mental state and is there a lot of clutter? Is there any organization? Is there... Also, I just remembered, don't let... If anything is like... All I'm saying is if you're messy, I think that's something to embrace too. Because I'm a mess pot. And it's not like I'm like dirty and gross. I just, I'm just a mess sometimes. And that's been something I've been working on too, is just kind of being really mindful of when I'm using stuff and when I'm doing stuff. And I know that's when the habits are going to be formed is like, 
okay, well, are you going to put that away since you got it out? Are you just going to leave it? Whatever, whatever. And so I think that's really helped me stay clean. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with being messy. It's just like, I just wasn't taught how to clean and I wasn't taught how to organize. And so we're just figuring it out as we go, you know, but uh, yeah, so stay mindful of that relationship. I think something too that's really important is regulating like what you're bringing in and what you're also purging because if you overload and get too much, then you're going to end up with too much stuff. And I think there's a lot of cool things out there that tell you like for every thing that you buy or consume or bring home to take an uh, opposite item out and get rid of or donate or give to a friend so they can build clutter. (laughs) Another thing is structure determines function. My anatomy and physiology teacher taught me that, Miss Stefan, and I'll never forget it. And yeah, just is something providing a function for you? Is it like for me, my desk just ended up being that kind of just like bedside table slash entryway table slash whatever you just like put all your shit on the table. And that's not providing a function for me except anxiety and stress. And so now I've got my mat in here for stretching. I've got my DJ stuff in here for playing. And I've got a little bit of organization in my closet. But yeah, just really making sure that if you have it, is it doing something for you? And then also vice versa, if you are looking to curate your space, what are some things that you do? What are things that are big habits in your life where like, like if you lift weights or do exercise, like have a space for you to do that. If you like having a little table to read books in the morning, make a little kind of nook or a chair next to your bookshelf. But really just think about what occupies a lot of your time and kind of create your space around that so that you can have a functional kind of like flowing system where you're excited to be. So yeah, I think that's a cool little quick lighthearted well, I guess it's not that lighthearted, but yeah, something for you to do in the meantime. There, remember, there's no really certainty about our situation, but we can take certainty um, in knowing that we, some of us, don't have to go to work or we're working from home and we have a lot of time. So, that's something that we can be certain of. We can create routines if we need to. I think as long as we're isolating and staying clean and following our hygiene and stuff, then there's a little kind of space to breathe and just remembering that uh, the stress response is going to lower our immune system. So if we can just breathe through all that and stay not toxically positive, but just staying real and not spiraling out of control. I think that this can be a really sacred time for all of us. 
And yeah, so I might talk about creativity next week. Uh, that way I've kind of had a week to see how my, my, my week goes <laughs> because we're deciding that there's no rules during this quarantine. And so we make it up as we go. We're having fun. We're staying healthy. We're staying strong. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. If you ever have any questions or comments, you know where to find me either on Facebook or Instagram at Embrace the Madness Podcast. And happy quarantining. Stay, stay cool, stay calm, and we'll see you later. This is Madeline. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode of Embrace the Madness. Don't forget to subscribe so you can learn to live your best life.